Chapter 52. Conscious Leadership. I use the term conscious leadership as a reminder that most people aren't natural leaders. Instead, we need to be consciously aware of how we behave and interact with others in our communications and demeanour. I know that I've focused a lot in this section on what you may consider to be more psychological aspects of understanding what makes people tick. It's because I strongly believe it's crucial to appreciate that we're all different and that rather than switching off when someone thinks or communicates in a different way to us, we view their input as something incredibly useful that otherwise we might not have considered. To return to DISC profiles. There's a good chance that a high I individual with low C won't appreciate detail, while a high C needs a lot of it to fulfil their role, which can, by the high I, be seen as information for the sake of information. If this happens, and it often does, in fact I've been involved in such debates, compromises have to be sought. With a little discussion and some give and take on both sides, solutions can always be found. Adapting your approach doesn't mean you lose control or compromise on standards. It simply means you spend time seeking to understand first, then to be understood. I mentioned earlier that I don't consider myself to be a natural leader, but I do know what good leadership looks like, and I make a conscious effort to replicate it. And, as I do so, those habits gradually become my own. If you're aware of the four stages of learning, you'll know that they start with unconscious incompetence. In other words, we habitually do things that aren't right, without even realising it. Sooner or later, though, something happens which makes us realise, and we move on to consciously incompetent. An improvement, as at least we now know we need to improve. The next stage, conscious competence, comes when we learn a better way to do things. But it still takes a lot of effort. I liken this stage to the early days of learning to drive. You know everything you should be doing, but you still have to concentrate on which gear you're in, how high the revs are and how fast you're going. In fact, there are so many things to consider at the same time that it can feel overwhelming. Gradually, however, most of the tasks become habitual and you're able to do them almost without thinking, leaving all the work to your internal autopilot. At which stage, congratulations, you've reached the stage of unconscious competence. I recommend that you apply the above thinking to your own leadership skills by recognising conscious incompetence, when you've dealt with a situation poorly or avoided dealing with a situation at all. To remind you of my gardener analogy, you need to nip any issues in the bud. If not, however trivial they may seem at first, they'll be harder to deal with in the long term. If you're faced with a problem, take a breath and remind yourself of my recommendations in the feedback section. As long as you have the right team in place, they'll take feedback on the chin and strive to implement the agreed outcome. 